Raider Nation, what's going on? We're live here on the Raiders Report. And coming up on today's show, I'm going to answer this question here. If Jimmy Garoppolo is unable to play against the Chicago Bears, who should be the starter? Should it be Brian Hoyer or should it be Aiden O'Connell? Let me know down in the comments section. We're going to give some shout outs here in just a little bit. We're going to get into the latest around Devontae Adams because it sounds like the Raiders' star wide receiver was a little bit upset after their win against the New England Patriots. And then we're going to get into the latest around Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. We're going to get into some trade rumors. And then the Raiders have won two games in a row. And I want to look forward to Week 7. I'm looking at the Chicago Bears, and I'm going to give you my keys to victory on both sides of the football. Maybe one of the keys is starting one of these guys right here. Shout out to the nation. We already got 300 people here in the building and oh Patrick B if you don't spam happy birthday Patrick B then you eat corn the long way we got 320 people only because Patrick B. is a member of Mount Raider Moore will I do a boot today. Because usually on Mondays and Tuesdays, you got to make me hit that gong. But yesterday's show got wild. Shout out to Savannah Jean. Shout out to David Zahn, Brandon Jasper. I'm going to do one boot. The only way I'm doing another and the only way I'm drinking anything else today, if it wasn't Patrick B.'s birthday... The only way I'm going to drink anything else is if somebody makes me hit that gong. But let me give some shout-outs here. I got Big Island giving some love to Patrick B. Who should the Raiders start at quarterback? Juan Hernandez, Edgar Martinez, Raider Muerte, Silver Ice, FAB, Tiger Acer, Stevie, Assman, PG2869 are all spamming for Aiden O'Connell. And you know what? I think right now is a great time to welcome in my good friend and co-host, Jeremy Juggs. Let's go! Jeremy, I need you to give some shout-outs to everybody. Give it a shout-out to, to Patrick you. B. Happy birthday First thing I did when I got here this morning, Patrick, you. poured this thing up. Happy I knew birthday. I was wearing the jersey. Happy birthday. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Let's go. Hellcat Q, Ashton, all wishing Patrick B a happy birthday. And many more boots. Will Thompson, Jaime Alvarado, Indiana Raiders, Scott Matz, Tyler Otto, Rick Melendez, the athletic supporters, Rick Aguilar, PG2869, Jeff Rogers, Big Island, Queen Sarah Otto. All spamming HBD. And we have another super chat coming in from Spoken21, Glass Gawapawo. Hey, I got a burp, man. There's a big one in there. You keep going. Needs to go. He is too frail. He can't last the season. We've seen all that we have with him. I mean, here's the problem with Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is one of the reasons why I didn't want the Raiders to sign him in the first place. When you think about the type of offensive system that Josh McDaniels apparently runs, all we've heard is how complicated it is. And I get it. Jimmy G 
once ran QB in a Josh McDaniel system, but that was all the way back in 2014 when he was the member of the New England Patriots. If that offense is the exact same the way it was in 2014 compared to the way it is in 2023, like that's a major issue for McDaniel. So he wasn't able to learn in March, April, May, June, July. August, he got thrown into it, and he looks like a QB that doesn't understand the system on top of him not being able to be healthy, and then on top of him just not being very good anymore. Speaking of quarterbacks who don't thrive under Josh McDaniel <laughs> and don't get the system. I mean, I had to do it. Let's take a look at your prize picks. I had to do it. I'm, Chugs and I are going to be live on Thursday night football when the Saints take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Actually, good bard about that game. Sounds like Trevor Lawrence might actually play. They didn't know if he was gone or not. But I'm going to go less on passing yards with DC. I mean, we got to be able to face the facts. Derek Carr in a shortened week against the tough Jacksonville defense. I'm going to take the less on that. I don't believe in DC to be a very great quarterback. But you know who he's going to get involved? Alva Kamara. Because I also have him on my fantasy team for my family. <laughs> and then i got to go Saquon Barkley less on that. Because that entire team is a shit show. But you know what? If you're like, Mitch, no way. Derek Carr is going to get more passing yards. Put your money where your Put mouth your is. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're like, Mitch, I'm going with you. Well, then, hey, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. And use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Nation, Price Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. And Price Picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. So all you got to do, one more time, Chugs is going to put it for you guys down in the comments and down in the description of today's show. Go to pricepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to 100. And last week, I actually won. I was really hyped up that I won last week because I took less on Jimmy G passing yards. I took less on Ramadre Stevenson rushing yards. And then I believe I went more with Michael Mayer on the receiving yards. And Chugs, Chugs got a little bit mad at me today because he goes, do you want my picks? And I go, no, I want my own picks. So Chugs, why did you go with these? So I went with... We saw New England last week. Uh-huh. Cheeks. Okay. Raiders offense looked halfway decent against them with Brian Hoyer. 19 points. Still. Yeah. Halfway decent. Okay. So I'm going more on James Cook rushing yards. Also, kind of a sneaky one here. I had to kind of look through. There's a ton of different stat projections that Prospects had. I kind of combed through it. This was my value pick right here. Tyreek Hill. At least one touchdown against the Eagles. I you, think it'll happen. You like it? I like it. It point five either passing, rushing, receiving touchdowns. Speaking speaking of the Eagles, they signed Julio Jones to the practice squad. That's kind of wild, man. Shout out to Philadelphia for just always being aggressive. I wish I had Howie Roseman as my general manager. I'll be tell you that right aggressive. now. Aggressive. Be be aggressive. And then the Gardner Minshew mustache. Yeah. You're going less. I'm going less on Gardner Minshew just because the Browns defense has looked so good this year. I mean, year. it's on pace right now to be the best defense of all time. I'm going less on Gardner Minshew. And I also think they're going to try to work Jonathan Taylor more the rushing game in. So that's kind of my thought process on that. And Keith then the also, Rock. Alvin Kamara, I'm on the same thought process as you. I think he's more effective catching the ball out of the backfield than running out of the backfield. And then I know one thing, Carr, he loves himself a good check down. Those are our picks. If you ever want to share us your picks, hey, don't be afraid to down in the comments. We, we would appreciate People it. People in New Orleans are calling him the uh, Cajun Amir Abdullah. <laughs> I mean, 
Let's be real. I I like Amir Abdullah, but Alva Kamara is a lot, lot better than Amir Abdullah. <laughs> that, 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 I'm not calling him that. Other oh, people are calling him. That's just what you're hearing. The Cajun Amir Abdullah. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty wild. It's like Amir Abdullah if you put Tony Sash rings on yeah, top. Of you'd him. have to cover him in Tony Sash. <laughs> Let me know down in the comments what is your confidence level in Aiden O'Connell if he starts against the Bears? Scale it from one to ten. I put this question on Twitter and. I would say on Twitter right now, the answers are somewhere between five, six, and seven is what I've been seeing. Now, there's also the people that are like, ah, it's a 10 because Chicago Bears defense stinks. But then there's also people that want the, there's a lot of people that want the Raiders to roll with Brian Hoyer because he looked pretty good this past week, six of 10 for 102 yards. Now, I want you guys to get your votes in. I'm going to give my vote probably a little bit later on on today's show. But right now, I see Muerte is going to go eight. Diehard Raider fan says eight. Preston Vargas says 7. Juan Hernandez, I love the confidence with a 10. Mad Mike, 10. Ronnie Ibanez is going to go with an 8. Roger says 3 out of 10. Sorry, here's the thing on this show. I never want you to apologize for giving your for giving your opinion, right? Like, we might not agree on everything that we say. I don't want you to agree with everything Chug says. I don't want you to agree with everything I said. That's boring. Like, that's not real. You speak your mind. And if it's a 3 out of 10, say it with your chest, Roger. It's all good, brother. Let's go to John Scheffler, who's always speaking from his chest, which Scheffler's an absolute legend in these streets. Chugs, how about those Astros? Think they can pull off the two road wins? They got to win both games. They lose one. They're in trouble. I'll say this. If there is one team that I will just never count out right now in baseball, it's the Strohs. Like that is it, and they play better on the road. The thing is, they're a better road team. Both of these games, the Strohs played awful, and they only lost by two and by one. I mean, you go I back mean, and you look at those games, and it's it's why I love baseball, and it's why I hate baseball, right? Like in that first inning, great single up the middle to get it going. Next batter up, the lefty like just bloops one in, and then the Astros a few innings later have bases loaded, and they don't get anything. I mean, baseball can change so, so quickly. Don't get me wrong. I definitely think that the Rangers dominated both of those games. Like However, that's, that's but like, they were close. The Astros played significantly worse than the Rangers in both of those games and still only lost by two and lost Scheffler, by one. I appreciate the fact that you're stoking this flame because if anybody wants to see Jeremy just physically just break down, go to yesterday's live show. And I want you to, we start at, what, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Go to, like, 4.40 p.m. Eastern time and just watch for 10 minutes because you just see Jeremy just start the show with a smile and it just slowly dwindles down. But, I mean, again, four runs in the first inning. They scored five the entire game. What's y'all's confidence level in AOC <laughs> this weekend if he starts against the Let's Bears? go Rangers, am I right? Spam those R's for Raiders and Rangers right now if you want to troll Chugs. I mean, what's your confidence level in AOC? The Bears' defense obviously is not great. However, the last time that we saw Aiden, he was sacked seven times. He fumbled three, lost two through a I, bad interception. I have to say, the times where he wasn't getting sacked, he didn't yep. look bad. So I'm going to go with seven. Ooh, I, I'm, I, I'm, seven. Hoping, I'm hoping that you see the second half, Aiden, who got the ball rolling in the right direction. And then also I'll say this. I watched the Chargers game yesterday, Monday Night Football. Khalil Mack just seems like he's on one right now. I mean, he's, you know, I get it. Like, you know, we talk about NBA players getting hot when they shoot. We talk about sometimes baseball guys not being able to get out, quarterbacks when they get on hot streaks. Khalil Mack's on a heater right now. Dude. Dude can't be stopped. Literally, 
untradeable right now for the Who? Los Angeles Chargers. Cleo I don't know Mack. about I don't know about that. Everyone's tradable. Cleo Mack, I could not see it. No? I couldn't see somebody trading Cleo Mack right now. Yeah, I imagine imagine somebody trading him and then that team trades him. Both of them are playing on the same field <laughs> this upcoming week. It's wild stuff. There's no doubt about it. Wild, wild stuff there. Shout out to John Scheffler. Venthrak just sent in a $5 super chat. Oh, R R4L What's up, Venthrak? R4L1960. Love you, too. Hey, Venthrak, just to confirm, your first name is Daniel, correct? I think it's Daniel. I got to message you. I, I have a reminder set on my phone which I think you already sent me your shipping address, but I'm, I've been trying to send you something. So just uh, if your first name's Daniel, which I think it is, make sure you message me on Venmo. Just uh, make sure you do that. All right, man, we got 541 people here in the building. <sighs> Yet, Jeremy, I only see 130 likes. Oh, what? It's wild, man. Y'all are lucky Queen Sarah Otto's not here. Y'all are lucky. I'll tell you this right now. I'm listening. If we don't get at least 250 likes, fact, the Astros are going to come back and win this series. <laughs> oh, wow. If 600 get, likes. <laughs> if we don't get 250 likes, Astros winning this series, lock of the century. Before we start, I'm telling you that right now. I mean, here's the thing, though. All right. We're don't getting, you want? We're getting started <laughs> on today's show. Mitch, I knew you were going to do up, it. Devontae Adams, is he mad? Oh, wait a minute. We got a few super chats that we got to get to. We'll get to them after the segment. <laughs> yep. We got to get to, uh, I see, Hellcat Q and then David Silva. Don't worry. I'll read them off here. I got you. Uh, Hellcat Q says, any word on El Hemi G-Strings or Devontae? Happy birthday to Patrick B. Well, let me just say this. We are about to dive into both of these questions here on the show. And I really, really want us to get to 250 likes because I can tell Jeremy... Really trying to push this show along here, but we will talk about both of them. And then David Silva says, what's the word on Jimmy missed last game? So you're saying you missed last game because he played in the game. He just missed the second half of it. And again, you're not going to get an update from Josh McDaniels on the whole quarterback situation around the Raiders, probably until game time or probably until Saturday. And that's the smart thing to do, and that's what the Raiders should do. And, you know, last time when Garoppolo was unable to go, Brian Hoyer did not take the majority of the first-team snaps. So what I'm going to be looking at at practice this week is, well, who's going to be taking the majority of the first-team snaps? Is it going to be Aiden? Is it going to be Hoyer? Because I think that's going to tell you who the Raiders plan on going with. But because of that, we're going to dive into it here. Didn't get to 250 likes, which means... The Astros are going to be coming back against the Texas Rangers. Don't tell Coop. Don't tell Coop. All right, y'all, coming up right now, the latest Raiders rumors and some drama around Devontae Adams. What's going on, Nation? I need you to pick a starting quarterback if Jimmy Garoppolo was unable to play this week against the Chicago Bears. If you're going to roll with the veteran, Brian Hoyer, I want you to type BH. If you're going to roll with Aiden O'Connell, I want you to spam AOC. My answer is going to be coming up a little bit later here on today's show. Raider Nation, what's going on? You're watching the Raiders Report. It's Mitchell Renz here, host 
of the number one most watched Raider show in the entire world. And if you don't believe me, subscribe. I'll show you why. Coming up on the show, it's Devontae Adams' situation. And I'm going to be real. A lot, a lot of smoke going on around Devontae, and it's starting to scare me a little bit. And then Aiden O'Connell, is he going to be the Raiders' starting quarterback if Jimmy G is unable to go? For those of you that do not know what I'm talking about with this entire Devontae situation, this is the latest going on around number 17. So it was reported that Devontae showed a little bit of frustration on Sunday versus New England, and he did. I mean, you got to give Bill Belichick a little bit of credit, and you should have known that the Patriots were going to do everything in their power to try to take him out of the game plan because he's the go-to guy, and that's what the Patriots do. Tay then, though, after the game, after the Raiders won, left without talking to the media, and for anybody that's followed Devontae from his time with the Green Bay Packers to now with the Las Vegas Raiders, he doesn't do that. Like, Devontae's not the type of dude to just pack his stuff up and go right away without talking to the media. So the rumor is that Adams left after the game in a very, very bad mood, and people are wondering, is he in a bad mood because the Raiders aren't using him on offense right now, or is it more of a, he's not putting up the stats in terms of what Devontae is used to putting up. If you don't know, he was targeted five times, had two catches for 29 yards and no touchdowns against New England. Now, me personally, I get the idea that you want to be able to put up numbers, but the only thing that really matters is the W, which the Raiders did get. But when you look at Devontae's stats throughout this entire season in six games, he started this week one with the Denver Broncos, six for 66, no touchdowns, then followed that up against the Buffalo Bills. Again, it was in a blowout game. Six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. But if you remember, that touchdown happened early on. Week three then, against the Steelers in garbage time, he was targeted 20 times for 13, 172, and two touchdowns. But over the last three weeks, hasn't really been all that great. Week four with Aiden O'Connell, eight for 75. Last week against his old team, four for 45. And then this past week against the New England Patriots, two for 29. So my question to every single person out there is this. If Devontae Adams left, right, which he did leave before talking to the media, and according to reports, according to rumors, and people that I've talked to, he did leave upset. I don't know what he left upset about, but do you think that he was mad about his stats? The fact that he finished that game with only five targets. He finished that game with only two for 29. It's going to be the pin comment on today's show, so you're about to get hit with a YouTube ad break. Why don't you scroll on down and let me know. My opinion is, if Devontae is frustrated with his stats, I don't think it's a good look. Point blank. If I'm going to sit up on this show and I'm going to rip Josh McDaniels when he doesn't do something intelligent, if I'm going to rip apart Jimmy Garoppolo, I got to be able to do it with every player. If Max does something dumb, I got to be able to chew out Max even though he's the face of this franchise. And if Devontae is upset about his statistics after the Raiders win two games in a row, after the Raiders came away with a W, I'm telling y'all right now, it is not a good look at all. I'm not saying that that's what happened. Personally, I have another theory, which we'll get to here in a second. But like right now as it stands, when you look at Devontae Adams' numbers on a 17-game pace, his numbers aren't bad. Like These are not numbers that you should be upset about. 167 targets, 111 yard, or receptions for 1,335 yards and 8 touchdowns. This is not a bad 17-game pace, and I hope and pray that Devontae was not upset about his stats. Coming up, 
why I think Devontae Adams is upset, is mad, is frustrated. I've seen a lot of different words being thrown out there in terms of what exactly happened after this game. And when you have a player like Devontae, when you have a situation like the Raiders have had, it's going to get a lot of attention. Why? Because obviously the nation cares about Devontae Adams. Now, here's one thing that I preach on this show, and I said it when we were live. You don't always have to agree with what I say. In fact, I don't like when people always agree with me. I want you to have your own opinion. It's why we made the Raiders support the way that it is. So when I tell you to go down and comment, I want you to go ahead and do so. But if you believe Raider Nation is a family, hit that subscribe button, turn on those notifications, because I promise you this, you're not going to find another YouTube channel out there that preaches family more than what this one does right here. And people who I know are a part of my Raiders Report family, we started an old saying here, it's real one for life. When I went out to Oakland for the very first time, the amount of Raider fans and just doing this show, you hear Raider Nation for life. Cool. So when I see RO4L, it stands for Real One for Life. Those are the people that I know that are part of my family here on the Raiders Report. So I checked out my last video. I saw Jaime, Spider Pig, Doreen, X-Toe, and then King Sanchez all spammed RO4L. If you want to see your name on a future Raiders Report show, hit that subscribe button, join the family, and spam RO4L. So here's my take on this whole Devontae Adams situation. I think Devontae Adams is frustrated with the current state of the Raiders offense. It's not so much just a statistic part from him, though if I'm Devontae, I'm probably like, yeah, I get that the Patriots try to take me out of the offense, but at the end of the day, he's probably like, I'm, I'm, I'm him, right? Like, Devontae knows that he's one of the best, if not the best receiver in football. So the idea of not getting him involved, it's probably frustrating. But just like anything in life, if you do something that you care about and you're not doing it well, that is extremely frustrating. Think about when you're playing Madden and you can't put up 40. Guess what? They can't even put up 20 right now. So to me, you got to look at this current state. But you also have to go back and you got to look at the offseason. That's very, very important here. Do you remember the quote that Devontae Adams said in terms of the entire conversation around this offense and quarterback? The exact quote was, we don't see eye to eye on what we think is best for us right now. Devontae has always said exactly what's been on his mind, which is what I respect because you don't really get that too often in the NFL from players, from coaches, so on and so forth. But he told the Raiders, we don't see eye to eye right now what's best for us on offense. Kind of seems like Devontae and the rest of us were right on that. And then this is also very important to remember. Devontae wanted to come to the Raiders to play with the Raiders, obviously, for his family. He also wanted to be a part of the team with Derek Carr, his old buddy from Fresno State. But then the one thing that he asked Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, hey, if you're going to move on from D.C., all I ask is this. Let me be a part of the conversation on who's going to be the next quarterback. If you're going to do all the things that you did to trade a first and a second for me to give me a five-year, $140 million contract, all I ask is this. I just want to be included in that. And what did the Raiders do? They didn't include Devontae Adams. So here's my biggest worry right now around Devontae. I'm worried that Devontae Adams feels that he's unheard and that he's wasting his time with the Raiders. The most important thing in everybody's life, in my life, Chugs' life, your life, Devontae's life, is time. And as soon as you feel like you're wasting your time, that makes me nervous because if that's how Devontae feels, if he feels like no matter what he says to McDaniels, no matter what he says to Dave Ziegler, nothing matters because they're going to do what they want to do, that gets frustrating. No matter 
who you are and what you mean to an organization. So coming up here is something that scares the hell out of me. I saw this on social media, and if you haven't seen this yet, it's going to make you a little bit nervous. I'm just going to tell you that right now because it scares the hell out of me because I don't want to lose Devontae Adams. And I'll tell you exactly what that is here in just a second. But a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, Prize Picks. Man, I've had a lot of fun with fantasy football. For those of you that know me well, I'm a fantasy football dude through and through. And the fact that I got Prize Picks here sponsoring the Raiders Report, man, I'm going to look at all y'all in the eyes every single time I talk about them. And I'm going to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. But you know what? Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Quick withdrawals, easy game plan, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So, right now, for those of you that are watching this live, you can see the link. It's going to be available to y'all down in the comments. It's also going to be in the description. So, go to prizepicks.com/clns and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. The other thing that I like to do when I have Prize Picks on a show is I want to show you what picks. I'm rolling with. I won 50 bucks last week. Derek Carr, less on Thursday Night Football. Anytime I see Thursday Night Football, I usually go with the less because it's such a quick turnaround. But with that being said, I'm going to go with Alva Kamara. Give me the more. I know Carr's going to check it down here and there, and it's not nothing wrong with that. But Kamara is arguably one of their best uh, receiving options. And then with the Giants, anything Giants right now, I'm taking less. Saquon Barkley, less rushing yards than what you see on screen. And if you're like, Mitch, I like those picks. Or, I know there's going to be some Raider fans out there that are going to be like, Mitch, no way, Derek Carr is going to have more. Cool. Put your money where your mouth is. It's the easiest way to be able to prove to me what you think. So go to pricepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. I love using their app. I think you all will too. And I'm telling you, you're going to have fun. Even if you don't plan on watching Thursday Night Football, anytime I don't know what I'm going to be doing, guess what I do? I go to Prize Picks, put 5, 10 down, and have a chance to win some money. Even people who are going to watch the MLB playoffs tonight, go ahead. You can go MLB, you can do NBA, NFL, they have all the sports. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a hell of a time. So I want to play a little bit of a game here with Prize Picks. I'm saying Derek Carr, less than 234 and a half passing yards. What do you guys think here? Type M for more or type L for less. I'm also the dude that I pay attention to certain players. When Darren Waller plays, hey, I'm watching. When Derek Carr plays, shit, of course I'm watching. Raiders games, I'm watching. More or less, Derek Carr, 234 and a half passing yards. Let me know down below. All right, let's go to this next thing here. Something that scares the hell out of me. And when you talk about Devontae Adams, <laughs> ah! all right, well, it's actually something else that scares me uh, quite a bit. It's not that, but I'm not going to lie to you. Spiders do scare the hell out of me. And I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> so we have two screens. I can see usually what's coming up on the screen on my left side. And then that, I was wondering why the screen was black. And then all of a sudden, yikes. Oh, that was... Do we just end it? No, I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to keep it rolling here with something that does actually scare me. Spiders do, but this scares me a little bit more. Hondo had this to say on Twitter in the, the whole regards to Devontae Adams, which was sitting in a press box. I just got a text from a very successful NFL QB. said, is Devontae Adams on his way out of there? He's not getting any touches. He's the best in the league. I don't think 
that Devontae Adams is going anywhere, I can't imagine that the Raiders are doing that because everybody that I talk to, it sounds like the Raiders are in win-now mode and the Raiders are going to be buyers at the NFL trade deadline and that they're not going to be sellers. If they would have lost these last two weeks, I do think that maybe that conversation could have changed. But again, the Raiders have already paid Devontae Adams. They have already paid him for 2024. So trading him away, basically you're paying Devontae, it's $17 million-ish to go play for another football team. I don't think Devontae is going anywhere. However, just because the Raiders don't want to deal him, if Devontae feels frustrated, if Devontae feels like no matter what he does, this organization is wasting his time, and if he asks for a trade, that's a lot different of a conversation, and that does make me nervous. And then I look at Adams the last three games here, okay? And I don't know what the disconnect is. His target share has been going down a little bit. Again, this is new QB. Maybe that's part of it. Eight catches, 75 yards. But then against his old team, the Green Bay Packers, can't get the offense going. Week six, again, can't get the offense going. The Raiders have one of the worst offenses in the NFL, and Devontae probably feels the way that a lot of Raider fans feel right now. We knew that this was going to happen. Why are we still trying to do the whole Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh McDaniels experiment? It's exhausting. That's why Raider fans are so mad with the whole Josh McDaniels thing, the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing. It's exhausting because everybody but, I guess, this coaching staff knew that Jimmy Garoppolo and McDaniels weren't going to work out. So I pray, okay, I pray that Josh McDaniels isn't that dumb to trade away Devontae Adams. And I don't think that Josh McDaniels is that dumb to trade away Adams. But what I am worried about is Devontae thinking that he's wasting his time. And he says, hey, if y'all aren't going to appreciate me, I'm going to stop wasting my time here and I'm going to go take advantage of my prime years with a team that's actually going to use me. So, Devontae Adams' struggles to me, and when I say Devontae Adams' struggles, I don't mean Devontae Adams is struggling. And I'm, I'm actually like laughing out loud the amount of people that thought the Jimmy Garoppolo interception was on Devontae Adams this past week because he put him in a terrible position. It was a great play by Jabril Peppers, no doubt about it. But there's people out there that actually think that Devontae dropped that ball, got popped up in the air, and that interception was on Devontae. If you think that, man, I, I'm, I'm never going to take football advice from you. That I can guarantee you. But Devontae Adams' struggles are on Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're on Josh McDaniels because they're too predictable. All NFL teams are doing, not only are they stacking the box right now, they're doing everything that they can to take away Garoppolo's first read, which is, guess who? Devontae Adams. So what are teams doing? They're trying to get really close to Devontae. They're having one guy over the top. They're taking away the inside slant route because they know that Jimmy G is Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, check down. That's what it's been the entire season. And if McDaniels and Jimmy G don't figure it out, Devontae's going to continue to struggle. Well, maybe not struggle. Not going to put up Devontae Adams type of numbers here. Coming up next here on the show, is Aiden O'Connell going to get the start this week, I know a lot of questions around Jimmy Garoppolo, whether or not he's going to be end up playing in this game. For those that don't know the latest around number 10, Ian Rappaport on Monday said that the Garoppolo could miss this game with a back injury. Josh McDaniels took the podium yesterday and also said that the Raiders dodged a bullet and Jimmy Garoppolo dodged a bullet with what they originally thought that the injury could be. Jimmy G did not play in the second half of the game against the New England Patriots. Actually was taken to the hospital. And when I heard that the Raiders were taking him to the hospital and I saw the back injury, honestly, I was worried that it was something internal because 
the way that you're holding that area, I mean, you just never know exactly what's happening. But it sounds like right now Jimmy G is less likely to play than him actually having a chance to go out there and play. So does that mean it's going to be Aiden O'Connell? Is it going to be Brian Hoyer? I do think that people need to see who's taking those first-team reps because the last time this happened, O'Connell took the majority of the first-team reps on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then he ended up getting the start against the Los Angeles Chargers. So Hondo Carpenter, he had this to say on Twitter. Aiden O'Connell, no doubt, will start against the Bears if Jimmy G can't. I'll say I, I appreciate Hondo really pushing McDaniels' buttons during the press conference on Monday because everybody else that asks questions just tries to throw up softballs to McDaniels, but shout out to Hondo for actually asking questions that people care about. On top of that, though, the last time we had this conversation, Hondo was saying that Brian Hoyer was going to be the starter, it's going to be Brian Hoyer, and then it went to Aiden. All I'm saying is this, keep your eyes out. Watch for the amount of updates as possible. I'll do my best to keep you guys up to date on here. I'll do my best to keep you up to date on social media. But let's just say the Raiders got smart and they asked us, <laughs> pick a starter, Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. I get it. Aiden struggled in his first game. He struggled against the Los Angeles Chargers. He was also sacked seven times. Put the ball on the ground three times, had a bad, bad interception at the end of the game. Or do you roll with the veteran? Brian Hoyer, who was 6-10, 102 yards and looked pretty damn good this past week against the New England Patriots. Let me know, BH or AOC. My answer is it's Aiden O'Connell, and it's not even close to me. And the reason why I say that is because the Raiders, yes, you're 3-3, three and three, but anybody that's watched the Raiders for six weeks, there's no way you can honestly sit here and say that this is a playoff caliber team. They're not. They've played bad teams. Luckily, they've been able to win some football games. But if you actually want to see what this team can actually achieve, you go with Aiden O'Connell. You go with Brian Hoyer, and you might as well just say, I'm not trying to make the playoffs. You might as well just say, I'm not trying to win football games because I've seen Hoyer play for a long time, okay? Not the answer. Aiden might be the answer. Now, sure, you're going to take your lumps here because that's what's going to happen with a rookie, but you need to see what you have in Aiden O'Connell because of how good the draft class is next season. So to me, I'd say if Jimmy G can't play, there is a 75% chance that Aiden O'Connell starts over Brian Hoyer. McDaniels was asked who's going to be the starting QB if Jimmy G can't go. His answer was essentially, we're going to go with the guy that we think gives us the best chance to win. I'm telling you who that is. It's Aiden O'Connell. Give the kids some time to throw the football. The offense is going to open up a whole lot more, and I promise you the offense will be able to move the football against the Chicago Bears. So Jimmy... He was signed to start, and this is something that people really, really need to remember, and as soon as the Raiders moved on from Derek Carr, one of the things that we said here was, if the Raiders go out and sign Jimmy Garoppolo, and then as soon as they signed Jimmy G, we sat up here on this show and said, they're going to add Brian Hoyer. They went out and added Brian Hoyer. Then we sat up here on this show and said, hey, they're going to go out and draft Aiden O'Connell. They went out and drafted Aiden O'Connell. The plan is this. Jimmy G was signed to start. Brian Hoyer was signed to run practice team while Jimmy G was not able to go from March to August, essentially. And Brian Hoyer is right now on the team to help practice squad, to help groom Aiden O'Connell. But when it comes down to push to shove, it's going to be AOC. Josh McDaniels sets his plans, and he sticks with it. And he already shows you what the plan is. I don't think the plan makes a lot of sense to have Brian Hoyer as the backup 
on game days and have Aiden as an inactive, but McDaniels doesn't do a lot of things that make sense. But when Jimmy G was hurt and they had to make a decision back in week four who was going to be that starting QB, they rolled with Aiden. That plan is what McDaniels is going to go with, and for that reason is why I believe Aiden O'Connell will start this upcoming week against the Chicago Bears. If it's not the case, well, then I'm going to be yelling at McDaniels because if you can change that, you're going to roll with Hoyer, I'm going to expect you to change a lot more on the offensive side of the football. All right, Chugs, I want you to name a player that the Raiders should trade for before the deadline. This is juicy. we got 900 people here. I think that the Raiders are going to be buyers. Everybody that I talk to sounds like they're going to be buyers. Who's one player that you're like, dude, realistic? Like Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter, I like that one. Daniil Hunter, <laughs> Daniil Hunter, and then Daniil Hunter. I'd say two other names, and I made a video about it, Carl Lawson, because it sounds like the Jets are shopping him. I also want the Raiders to go on trade for Leonard Williams. Defensive tackle. I think that's less realistic. I agree, but... We know how much relationships matter. The best Leonard Williams has ever been. 11 and a half sacks. Patrick Graham is a DC. I feel, like the, I feel like the Giants would at least want a second or a third round pick. And I don't know if the Raiders are willing to give that up. So when I talked to Marsh, our Giants host, I think he said a fourth. Marsh, a fourth for Leonard Williams? I forget what he said. A, a fourth or fifth? He said a fourth or fifth pick for Leonard really? Williams. Well, it's his final year of his contract. He's not going to come back, and he hasn't been as good recently. I'd do it for a fourth. I mean, fourth or fifth round pick, where the hell do I sign up? Yeah. And in a, in a freaking heartbeat, man, in a heartbeat. Pushing the charter, says Leonard Williams. PG, Khalil Mack, I wish. Somebody just said Cooper Rush. Uh, Miguel says, dude from the Panthers. That's Albert Brian Ainsworth. Burns. Brian Burns, again, I think you're going to have to give up a first round pick. The video I made last week around Burns was not including a first, but that's because it was deals that I would make. You, and if I don't, if they're like no, well then no, I'm me, not giving up a first me and for Brian Mitch Burns. Were laughing at one of those, what, whatever nation articles, Brian Burns would fit with the Raiders' defense. Yeah, yeah, I think Brian Burns would fit with almost any defense in the NFL. If Brian Burns doesn't fit in your defense, it's your defense is the problem. How Patrick Mahomes could fit with the Raiders. <laughs> Aaron Donald could have success on these five teams. <laughs> like, those are the type yeah. of articles that sometimes I laugh at, man. I, I really, really do. But, sure. hey, I get it. People got to make content. Hey, I got to make content, too. This is on me. All right. I, re I realized I didn't even show this in the, in the buildup. Let's do uh, Venmo 50-50 raffle at the very, very end. $10 to enter. Venmo me at MitchellRens365 if you want in. Remember, though, two L's. Not one L. There's somebody who is a fraud on Venmo stealing money from Raider Nation. They only have one L. They have a picture of Jeremy and I. Don't send it to them because I've seen a few people unfortunately get got, and I'm trying to not have you get got. So if you want to join our 50-50 raffle here, Venmo me at Mitchell Renz365 for a chance to get in. Because I think we all know everybody wants a chance to get in, right? I think we all want that. 930 people here. We got 317 Martin. likes. Thank you, Martin. Thank let's get, you. Let's get to 500 likes. I know we can do it. I know we can do it. Can we get to 500 likes? Pushing 10 charter says people are ruthless. People suck. What's even worse is whoever made this is clearly a Raider fan, and they're trying to steal from other Raiders fans. Though, I do have their address. I'm still working on their first and last name. I know. 
I've done a lot of combing on Venmo. I've sent yeah, some money. Huh? You can, you can, there's websites you can put that in and it'll tell you. Oh, I I think I have their first name, but there's a lot of, it's a very common name. So I think I got it though. I'm uh, I think I got it. Primo says, give me the address. I'm not going to put it up on here because I don't want to do that, but I do have the address. So it's all good. Oh. What up, Primo? Are you like, send me the money now or else? Mm, no, we've reached out to Venmo, and it's against the law to do what they're doing. So, I mean, they'll probably end up getting an investigation or something, which, you know, is what it is. But. Is what it is. Uh, what up, Jesse? What up, Primo? What up, hey? Martin Mario Hardcastle says I'm here. Shout out to Hardcastle for being here in, in the building. In relation to White. <laughs> White Castle. Have you, dude? I don't know. I don't like. Well, I think White Castle sucks. I've never had it. It's no, not I, good. I have not heard good things though. I I think I've had White Castle two or three times, and. Yeah, I, it's not, wasn't pretty, but like in every asset, it just was not pretty. Also, Robert Fravor, you in? Let me add Robert oh, wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. Next. What? Nice. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. There All right, go. Robert Frav in, and then Jeffrey Kreischer in. <laughs> we got two people in the duck race, which means. You'd get ten bucks. <laughs> if it's if it's just y'all two, yeah, we would. We'll, uh, we'll go everything. We would. Don't worry. We would. We would. Uh, we'd send you your money back. I laugh at the one super chat that just came in because it's it's a hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. All right, the next segment that we're gonna get into here is gonna be around Hunter Renfro and a potential trade. We actually have two. We actually do have two super chats. Two to this go through. From Clarence Snyder Jr. What up, Clarence? Also, every $10 super chat that we get, for those that don't remember, I am adding names to our Raiders Helmet Hall of Fame. Facts. Yep, Raiders Helmet Hall of Fame. Sorry, I just saw an update around Tom Brady, so I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? But Nico, any Latina girl can find you that name, social security numbers, social profiles, an astrological sign in about five seconds, bro. <laughs> My girl can offer FBI services if needed. What's funny is <laughs> I saw like a meme around this and I sent it to my fiance, Alex, who also Latina, and she was just laughing about it because I the digging that she can do sometimes is kind of wild. It, it really is. She's like, you wouldn't believe who's stealing money from you in that they're a Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out... <laughs> Turns out they're, I was going to say, what am I? I'm a Pisces. What are you? Virgo. A Virgo? I was going to say, I, do you believe in like the horoscope readings? Not a chance. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. If anybody believes in horoscope readings, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like, like Alex has this one friend, and I hope she's not watching. Today's I don't know why she would be. It's such a rough day because I'm a Scorpio. It's a rising moon in the east side, so I better not drive late at night. Like, no. what do you even mean? Her, she's got a friend that she's literally broke, like, doesn't date guys based on their sign. She's like, I'm a Scorpio, I can't date a Pisces type of deal. I'm like, that's insane to me. Like, <laughs> how does that make sense? How could I go on a date with you in the movies when there's a rising moon on the west side? <laughs> no chance. And you're a Capricorn? Uh, 
No, thank you. Dan D says Gemini. What's your sign? Seeps, what's your sign? I'm the sign. Seeps, <laughs> what's your sign? Well, his birthday was yesterday, so what's October? You have no idea. Libra. Libra. I oh, should dude, know that because Alex is a Libra. That. Dude, he, he Seeps looks is. Like a, he looks like a Libra. Seeps is a Libra. Chip is, I think, just a chip. I think that's, yeah. I think that's I the think, sign. I think Chip's sign is a Frito? Yeah. Looks like a Pringle. Oh, a Leo. Oh, oh yeah. Frito yeah. Leo. Frito Leo. Frito Lay, Frito Leo. Husker says a stop sign. Fair enough. Zalesbo says Gemini. My a sign is... Where said Gemini with the devil face. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Aquari <laughs> Aquarius from Rusty T. Scorpio. They said Cancer from Raider Rob, Gemini again, and then Primo just says, my wife hates me. So I'm guessing you're a Libra. I don't know. I don't know. McDaniels is a... Hellcat Q is a pickle? McDaniels is a Cornquarius? <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go with that. All right, I think we're done here with the... Uh... Jeff said Libra gang stand up. Where are my Pisces at? <laughs> Where are my Pisces at? Shout out. All right, y'all. All right. Let's get into a Hunter Renfro Let's trade segment. Let's get into segment. a Hunter Renfro trade segment. Oh, sponsor? Uh, yes, there is one. Is there? Yeah. And it's? And I hope you're hungry. Oh, dude, starving right now. I can't wait to go home, crush some food. Sounds pretty damn good to me. All right, Jeremy, you ready? You guys ready? We're going to get into Hunter Renfro trade rumors. That's going to be coming up here right now on the Raiders Report. Will the Las Vegas Raiders trade away Hunter Renfro this week? I'm going to give you my answer here. I'm Mitchell Renz, host of the Raiders Report. And there's been a lot, a lot of rumors circulating around number 13. And this is a player that I get it. Raider Nation loves. I love Renfro. We always have the respect for him because... He was a solid player when we needed him the most. But for those of you that watch this show, <coughs> where there is smoke, there is usually fire. And I am telling you all right now, the amount of smoke <coughs> that's going on right now around Hunter Renfro, it's getting to be a little bit intoxicating. I don't even know if that's the right word to use for it. But you know what? If Renfro does end up getting dealt, we're going to go live here on the Raiders board. Hell, if any trade ends up going down before the NFL trade deadline, we will be making a video. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you got those notifications turned on. I don't want you to be the Raider fan that's like, yo, you think the Raiders are going to trade Renfro? And then you got Tropical Kyle down in the comments, and he's like, are you kidding me? The Raiders board, they already talked about that 20 days ago. Don't be that guy. Hit that subscribe button. So let's go to the graphic that gets Raider fans is excited as any that I've seen. Is a Renfro trade going to be happening? Well, according to Diana Rossini, she says the Raiders have been trying to trade on a Renfro. We talked about this earlier in the week. We also talked about it a little bit later last week as well. And yes, the Raiders are right now trying to move on from Renfro. And they've been taking calls. They've been trying to do some different things here and there. But again, the way that the whole smoke and fire thing works is this. When it's a lot of reporters saying the exact same thing, chances are it's true. And if you didn't see the exact quote from Diana, here it is. League sources say they are trying to trade receiver Hunter Renfro, whom they have used minimally 
this season. And if you remember, when I was live during our tailgate party, you can go back if you don't believe me, Raiders Patriots, I got a message that said, the Raiders are really going to try and trade Renfro this week. As soon as I heard that, I go, man, I don't know how much you're going to see Renfro out on the field against the New England Patriots. What ends up happening? Then the Raiders, they don't target Renfro, and he plays in seven snaps, I think is what it ended up being. Usually when teams are trying to trade away players, you see exactly what the Raiders did to Hunter Renfro. Like, then that guy ends up getting dealt. So again, a lot, a lot of smoke around Raiders trying to move on from Renfro. It was happening all in the offseason. The thing right now holding up the Renfro trade, this was confirmed by Jordan Schultz, and in fact, he just put it out there a few minutes ago. Apparently, Renfro wants out of Las Vegas, and according to Schultz, the Raiders also want to move on from Renfro, but the thing holding it up, it's the money. There's not many teams right now that want to take on Renfro's contract being what it is. And if they were to trade him right now, the team would probably end up having to take on like $8, 7000000 million because at the beginning of the year, Renfro got 13.1. But I'm a believer in trends. And I'm a believer that teams tell you what they're doing before it actually happens. Here's Hunter Renfro's last five games, okay? The number on the left is how many snaps he played, and then the percentage is how many snaps overall it ended up being. So as you can see here, in week two, 26 snaps, that was 65% of the snaps, which is sad. That just shows you how many plays the Raiders did not run against Buffalo. Then in week three, 37 snaps, that was 50%. Week four, 33, 45%. 20 snaps against the Packers, 31%. 10% of snaps against the Patriots. I'm bad at math, okay? But I believe every single person right now sees this trend. And the trend is Hunter Renfro is getting less and less and less and less playing time. And right before the all the big time rumors and all the smoke started going, you saw him get used the least that you ever have. Why? The Raiders don't want Renfro to get hurt because they know if he's hurt, they're stuck with him. And the fact that they're trying to move on from him, and yes, there are teams that are interested but it's the money that's holding it up right now. So are the Raiders going to be buyers? Are they going to be sellers at the deadline is a question. I know that they're going to be buying. However, I am very confident in saying that I'm a huge believer that they will be selling Hunter Renfro by the October 31st deadline, which is at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Another reason to hit that subscribe button, Chugs and I, we're going to be live all day on Halloween, waiting for trades to end up going down. Games until then, you got the Bears, then you got the Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football. The Raiders have been looking to do player-for-player player trades. That was something that Diana reported last week. Maybe it's going to be Renfro for a player straight up. Could absolutely happen. Could just be Renfro for, well, I'll tell you what I think Renfro is worth in a trade here in just a minute. So coming up here next, if I'm going to sit up here and say that I think Renfro is going to get dealt, I'm going to give you the top five destinations for number 13, and then at the very end of the show, I'm going to tell you what he's worth in a trade because I reached out to three, I'll call them NFL insiders that cover a bunch of different teams, and I'll tell you what they told me what Renfro is worth. Now, if you don't know, shout out to our sponsor, Factor Meals. I don't know if you can hear Jeremy in the background. He's going, mmm, you know why? Factor? Shit's fire, man. And you can go make sure your stomach is nice and full. You can be a happy person because I don't know about you. When I'm hungry, I kind of get a little bit hangry. And if you're too busy this fall to cook but still want to make sure that you're eating well, with Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store, all the chopping, the prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality that you need. 
Factors fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your day. This October, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals. Deliver to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 and use code RaidersChat50 to get 50% off. That's code RaidersChat50 at factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 to get 50% off. And if you're like, Mitch, I still don't know what the link is. I don't know what the code is. Don't worry. Chokes put it down in the comments, and he put it down in the description as well. I promise you this. If you're a busy person and one, two, hell, even three days out of the week, you're like, man, I just don't have time to cook dinner, and I definitely don't have time to clean up. Factor is going to be awesome food. I know when I heard microwave, I was like, no way. It's 10 out of 10 times better than what you think it is in your mind. All right, let's keep it rolling here with Hunter Renfro. I wouldn't trade Factor for anything. Renfro, though, I would trade him for some picks, which I'll tell you here in just a second. This season, he has been targeted nine times. He has six catches for 59 yards. And basically, since he's been with Josh McDaniels, Man, we got to be able to face the facts here. McDaniels has not used Renfro at all. He has played in, I'm going to say, 17, 18 games. He's got one start. To me, though, the teams that would be interested in trading for him, the Buffalo Bills. And for people who watch the show, this list really has not changed for me because I believe Buffalo, yes, they look great sometimes, but then they also have that clunker of a game like they did against the New York Giants. And Josh Allen has succeeded when he's had a receiver like a Cole Beasley. Now you can get a Hunter Renfro. The New Orleans Saints, if there's one team that is already showing you this year, man, they had Lynn Bowden Jr. down there. They had Brian Edwards at one time down there. They have Foss Moreau down there now. Derek Carr, D.C., the best D.C.'s ever had, and the best Renfro's ever been is with that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get that pairing together since that offense has been struggling the way that it has. The New England Patriots, if there was a trade that I think could go down, Kendrick Bourne for Hunter Renfro straight up is an intriguing one to me. The Minnesota Vikings, they need another Adam Thielen. Since they've lost him, he's not there. And then the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, I do believe, could use a slot receiver like Renfro. So what do you all think? If we were live on the show right now, I just look down, I go, oh my God, Hunter Renfro just got traded. Which team do you think he's going to? What team do you believe is the most likely picks up the phone, calls McDaniels, calls Ziegler, and says, I want Hunter Renfro. Let me know, because coming up here on this show, I'm about to tell you what I think Renfro is worth in a trade. Before I get into that, I do want to keep you up to date on when Jeremy and I are going to be live this week. We go live every Monday and Tuesday. You might as well already put that in your calendar. Live Raiders Report, Monday, Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. Then we go live on Thursday. We do a little Thursday night football, have a little fun. Thirsty Thursday, let the hair down a little bit. And yeah, we slam a few brewskis, no doubt about it. But you know what? We get to watch Derek Carr this Thursday. I'm excited. Then live Sunday. It's an early morning for people out there on the West Coast. But I need y'all to rally. We're going to be battling Bears Now, our third biggest channel here at Chat Sports. The Raiders report in terms of subscribers is the second biggest. We're taking on the third biggest in a... Big time super chat, subscriber battle. I need the entire nation to rally because they've been talking hella shit. Hella, hella shit. So let's get in now to what the Renfro trade value is, okay? So over the last, I'll say, 48 hours, I've made some phone calls. I've texted a few people. And there's a guy, he covers the NFC or a NFC team. And he told me the what you would get for Renfro is a fifth round at best. 
Then I reached out to a friend of mine who covers an AFC team, and he said a sixth-round pick seems fair. Then I talked to another guy who I trust very, very much in the NFL world, and he said the Randy Gregory trade. So I know there's a lot of Raider fans out there that think, oh, we're going to get a second-round pick, a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick for Renfo. You ain't getting that. Like, I'm sorry. You're not going to get it. This is a yard sale type of a deal, and yes, I think Renfro's a good player, but you got to understand where the hell this team has been and where Renfro is right now, and a lot of people don't look at him as the way that I think Raider fans look at him because Raider fans see 100 catch Hunter Renfro. The rest of the NFL looks at, well, he had 36 grabs last year and he's not even getting used this year. So you got to think about that in terms of value. And then you also got to add the money on top of it. If you don't know what the Randy Gregory trade was, this is what it was. The Broncos receive a sixth round pick. The Niners get Randy Gregory and a seventh. This is the deal that I think fans would be really upset if it ended up going down because of the money and how it works. But there's a part of me that wonders, could it be this? Could it be Raiders get a six-round pick, and then the other team gets Hunter Renfro in a seventh? To me, the value that it ends up coming out, and again, I've said this multiple, multiple times here on this show. Raiders get a six, NFL team receives Hunter Renfro. I believe that at best, the silver and black will get a six-round pick for Renfro. But hey, what do you guys think? This is a show about the nation. It is. It's just a cold, hard fact. What do you think Hunter Renfro is worth in a trade? Is he worth a third-round pick? Is he worth a seventh-round pick? Is he worth a fourth, a second? I've seen all the answers out there, and I've heard people say a whole bunch of different things to me. Of Mitch, you don't know what trades are. If there's one thing that I feel like I've actually been pretty damn spot on, it's been my draft coverage here of the Raiders in terms of players that are good and bad, and it's been what players are worth in a trade. I take a lot of pride in that. So Buzzomatic says six. I see some people down in the live comments saying five. I want to know from all of you, what do you think Hunter Renfro is worth in a trade?